The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning, Tuesday morning. And, you know, it feels like it's definitely getting fall here. You know, you get out of the bed in the morning, it's freezing cold, even though the air conditioner isn't. Uh, you know, crank way up or anything like that. Boy, you can really tell it. And you can tell it when you're out at night uh, here in the South and everything else. So I I welcome the fall weather. I love the fall. And uh, you can tell it's definitely here uh, right now. In any case, if you are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, scroll down on the right side of the page. We are streaming live. Second video down. I'm going to try to make this real quick. Second video down, blow it up, click on the icon, join us in the chat. Right above that is Bradley's show. 
uh, from yesterday. That'll go live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, but you can still watch it up until that time. Above that is where you can enter your email address so that you can subscribe to our email newsletter. We don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. One email a day, including the morning show archive. If you agree with our message, you'd like to help us out, there's a donate button. We never ask you for money, but we do tell you it does cost money to do all the things the Sons of Liberty does. So for those of you who support us, a genuine heartfelt thank you. Without you, we don't get to do what we do. And uh, I know God works in the hearts of his people to support us, so thank you. We really appreciate your support. Thank you very much. And if you would like to become a partner with us, a monthly partner, as a son or daughter of Liberty, that is available as well at the top of the page. And then the store is also open, top of the page there, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And this week we're highlighting the You Can Run Winter Caps. Um, It's got the You Can Run But You Cannot Hide International logo right there on the front. Uh, these things are super warm. Uh, I'm just telling you, I got the Sons of Liberty one. It's made the same way. It's just got Sons of Liberty on it, and it'll make your head sweat. It really will. (laughs) This week, you can get 20% off. Normally $10, you can get 20% off of them by using the promo code FALL20, FALL, the number 20. Use that at the checkout. You'll get 20% off of that this week only through Saturday midnight. Now, I, I, I tried to make that really quick, and I think I did it much quicker than I usually do. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to see how that goes. Uh, because I know there's a lot of people, you know, when you're when you're doing a radio show, some people, they, they come in on the video part, and they, they say, well, why am I waiting five minutes? And then you got this talk, you're giving all this stuff. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to hurry through that. Most people have already got to understand what that is, <clears throat> but it's to make mention of it. And, uh, and and to get on to the topics that we have, to use as much time as we have um, to, to cover the topic we're at. Now, this morning, I titled the show, When the State Thinks Your Children Are Theirs. How many of you have, ha- have read stories where the state thinks your children are theirs to do with what they, whatever they want? Give them shots, put them into surgeries, Make them go to public indoctrination centers. Huh? Determine how long they're going to work for an employer. They think they're they think your children are theirs. We're going to talk a little bit about that, especially in the context of this this whole vaccination thing. Because on Wednesdays, what do we do? We cover the issue of the rottenness of the government, both federal and state, to claim they have authority over the education of children. You know, we had, um, I forget, right now I'm just having a moment, but we, we had our attorney friend, our constitutional attorney friend, up in Michigan, Catherine Henry. Just having a moment there. Catherine Henry, who said, you know, Michigan has an education uh, amendment in, in their constitution, yet South Carolina was forced on us too after the war of Northern Aggression, just like our old Abney said it would be. It's not the state's it's not the state's authority, it is a usurpation of authority for them to be involved in the education of children. It is solely and primary primarily the parents' responsibility to educate their kids. Period. That's it. They determine who the teachers are going to be, what they're going to teach their kids, and all of that. They, they're the ones who do it. And I'm going to show you some of this. I'm going to walk you 
<clears throat> through the scriptures here in just a little bit over why that's the case. But let's take a, a little bit here with some of the current events. And the, this sparked off from this story out of um, Illinois. I think I mentioned it yesterday in the show yesterday. This was sparked out of that story. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some of that in just a moment. Before I do that, there was something else I wanted to to play. So I'm gonna do this right quick before I really get into that. Because as the tyranny encroaches, the targeting of your children is going to be more and more and more. Now I'm gonna say it this way. The Second Amendment exists for a particular reason. One it is because we need militia. Remember, I've been talking about that. Tacticalcivics.com. If you want to go over there and find out about militia grand juries. And the plans in, in place that the people can learn and they can take it right in their counties. You don't need D.C. You don't need the state government. You can do it right in your own county. Okay? But there's a young lady out of Australia... <clears throat> and I got the video I uploaded it the other day. By the way, Bethany, I did keep my, my word. Yesterday, it was late last night because me and my kids, a couple of kids, we went to, to, the, to the movies and uh, spent some time together. And when I got in, it was late. The bonus Clay Clark interview is up on our Rumble channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Okay. So if you want to see that, it's up there. You can check that out. I'll try to put it in some kind of an article today. It's just not something I can really fit in because Clay just right out of the gate. <laughs> She's on, on the prepping thing on food and gold and silver. So that is up. I did keep my word. It's up yesterday. You can see it there. We'll have something up probably on sonslibertymedia.com. Anyway, this young lady is out of Australia. And she's warning the people about what's going on. And she she kind of ends what she's saying is saying... Is comparing 1930s Germany to today making sense now? So here's what I want to do. I want to play this little clip, and then I want to get into the show that we're talking about here. Okay? All right, here we go. Have you heard about what's happening in Australia? Children are being taken from their parents to go get the shot. exaggerators for comparing our current reality to 1930s Germany are our concerns starting to make sense now do you realize that a constant state of emergency only serves as an excuse for global tyranny how did you think the Holocaust began did you think mass genocide starts with public hangings or does it start with the systematic disarming and segregation of public citizens so to those people I ask are you going to hide your children like they hid the Jews Australia is now the test model for this martial law to be rolled out globally. Rather than locking down 100% of the population for an illness with a 99% survival rate, why do the 0.2% people that are truly at risk of dying from the virus simply stay home? For all we care, you can wear your five cheetah masks, take your 57th booster shot, 
You don't need a government mandate to be a neurotic recluse. People really need to understand that it is our compliance which is causing this perpetual process of medical tyranny. Let's not forget that the end goal is the V passport. Without the V passport, absolute medical fascism cannot be established. Without the passport, they have no leverage over the people. Without the passport, they have no advantage and authority to dictate the basic aspects of our lives. So it's imperative that we understand that it is the passports that are most crucial to initiate the Great Reset. Without a papers, please social credit system in check, their new world order just falls apart. And if that seems like too much of a conspiracy theory to you, please explain to me why globalist institutions like the World Economic Forum are so excited calling the pandemic an opportunity. An opportunity for what? This whole psychological operation was strategically created to make you exhausted. Exhausted to the point where you give in and take a shot. And it was James Madison who once said that if tyranny and oppression ever come to this land, it will come in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. And that foreign enemy in the 21st century just happens to come in the form of a foreign pathogen with a 99% survival rate. There is honestly no crueler tyranny than that which is perpetuated under the shield of the greater good for the greater number. So this is really just a friendly reminder that government officials aren't these benevolent leaders with your best interest at heart. They are power hungry, perhaps semi-human creatures capable of any evil to pursue their sadistic Freedom and liberty are always just one generation away from becoming extinct. So don't bend, don't break, stand strong, do not comply. This is not about controlling a virus. It's about controlling you. All right. I, I think that's exactly what it's about. It's about controlling you and me. That's what, that's what their end name is, is to control us. And by definition, controlling our children. And you notice she had the children in there, right? She had the children in there. So I, I, I just wanted to get that out of the way. I've had it for about a week and a half or two weeks. I've been meaning to put it in an article. I finally threw it in there yesterday. That'll be in the archive today. Let's get to this issue here because what we have is a court in, um, I believe it's Cook County, Illinois, in Chicago. They have deemed <laughs> this judge, James Shapiro, he stripped a young mother of her parental rights over her child and said, you can have your kid back. When you get the experimental shot, by the way, just so you know, we had a report out. Now, you, you remember last week we had um, not last week, the week before we had attorney Barnes, Robert Barnes, come out and say they basically did a bait and switch on the approval. Remember, he said the the shot that was approved is not on the U.S. market. So, guys, I don't care where you're going. The shot that you're getting has not been fully approved because if it was, there would be no EUAs anymore. All of them would go away. The emergency use authorization. So they haven't been approved. We have David Martin. You guys remember him, right? David Martin here. Uh, he's the guy who blew the whistle on the money trail. 
bring that back up here. He's the guy who blew the whistle on the money trail concerning Fauci, the NIH, uh, Gabby, the Wuhan lab, all this stuff, where we were funding all of their research there in, in China. And this is the judge, by the way, that I'm going to be speaking about, Shapiro. This is him right here that you see on the screen. This is the mother and her child. They have him uh, blocked out because he's underage, obviously. Okay? He has said there is no approved COVID shot on the U.S. market. Okay? There is no, there is no COVID shot that is approved on the U.S. market. It is a deception. Who's behind the deception? None other than Satan himself. And who are the ones pimping that deception? All of his kids. I don't care if they tell you they're Christian. Many will come to me and say, here is the Christ. Many will come in my name. Be not deceived. Do you understand? Just be American Christianity has been so watered down and so stupefied that it can't it thinks somebody's a Christian just because they say, I'm a Christian. Yep, show me the fruit of that repentance, bro. You show me the fruit of your repentance. Show me what your desires are and demonstrate them. Show me your love for God and your love for man according to the law. You say, well, we're not under the law, we're under grace. That's right. You're exactly right. You're under grace. It is an unmerited favor of God. Paul says that you'll continue to learn. You'll grow in the grace, not a one-time thing. You'll grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And you'll demonstrate that in how you love man and how you love God. And how do you do that? Well, you do it by keeping the law. Oh, we don't keep the law to be saved. I didn't say you did. But if you are saved, guess what you're going to want to do? You're going to want to keep the law. Why? Because the law defines how you love. There's no other way to define it. Period. And there's a bunch of people call themselves New Covenant Theology. They're, they really ought to change the name of that because there is such a thing as New Covenant Theology. But the fact of the matter is they twist it to make somehow Jesus is given a different law than was he gave at Sinai. And yes, Jesus is the one who gave it at Sinai. So, we come to this story here, again, out of Chicago, Illinois. And this judge, James Shapiro, Shapiro stripped Rebecca Furlitt of custody. Here's what she said. She told Fox 32 News in an exclusive interview, I miss my son more than anything. It's been very difficult. I haven't seen him since August the 10th. Remember, Chicago is a place kind of like Australia. The people who own guns are criminals and government. It's one or the other. The ordinary average citizen in Chicago is not the one who owns a gun. Same kind of setup. We're told, Mac uh, Agaris reported the story. He said, Furlitt has been divorced for over seven or for seven years, she has uh, split custody with her 11-year-old son's father. The two were in a virtual custody hearing earlier this month when Furlitt said Shapiro randomly asked for her vaccination status. As that, I don't know what that has to do with really anything. Furlitt told Shapiro that she opted out of the vaccine because she is susceptible 
to complications and adverse side effects, which they do tell you, they do actually tell you some of that due to health issues. After her honest answer, this tyrant judge, who would have fit right into 1930s Germany, immediately stripped Furlet of all her uh, parenting time. If she wants to see her son again, she will have to take the jab, the judge said. Furlick can no longer see her son in person and has been limited solely to phone and video calls. I think that it's wrong. I think that it's dividing families. I think it's not in my son's best interest to be away from his mother, she said. No, it's not. And it's not part of the judge's actions to remove her parental rights because she does not take an experimental shot. That's a violation of the Nuremberg Code. That's clear that, look, it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Okay? You're to be secure in your persons. This is where I, I'm going to tell you, this is, I can go off on all kinds of things here. This is where I have a real problem with conservatives and their stuff about, well, if somebody's going to get welfare, then they have to take a drug test. You idiot. Why don't you say they shouldn't have welfare? Why don't you go the actual conservative way, the constitutional way, the the Christian way, if you call yourself a Christian? There's no such thing as welfare. There's a thing called charity, and government doesn't get to do it because they don't do love. They're to punish evildoers. That's it. That's what they're supposed to do. And they can't even seem to get that right. Why? Because the evildoers are in their midst in those positions of authority. And they're going to cover for other evildoers in positions of authority. We need to get our priorities straight. We need to get the narrative back here. So, Agarus continues, Furlitt correctly stated the judge has no business taking away her parental rights over her vaccination status. She told Fox 32 that she'll be appealing to the court order. Hopefully she gets a different judge who is not as tyrannical as Shapiro. I hope so. It had nothing to do with what we were talking about. He was placing his views on me and taking my son away from me. Listen to me. The Second Amendment exists for a reason, guys. You say, are you talking about that lady should have just shot the... No, but what I'm saying is it exists to protect yourself and your family and your neighbors and people you don't even know from tyrants. That's the whole point of it. The militia is the first part of that. Being necessary for a free state. Does that does does Miss Furlitt sound like she's enjoying a free state? Oh my goodness! Then we have people who come along. Let me jump over here, like Michael Ferris and company. And look, I there's been things that Michael Ferris has done that's been very good for homeschool families and stuff like that. I don't want to take any of that away from him, but to push a parental rights amendment where the congressmen are selling us out by pushing it. Remember, he's the same guy tied in with, uh, uh, what's his name? Mark Meckler, the pyramid scheme guy, to push a a constitutional convention. No, they'll tell you, no, it's not a constitutional convention. Go back and look. ConConCon.org was Mark Meckler's first site, 
And when it was put out, it stood for Constitutional Convention. And they were actually saying it in videos that were on that site. Now it's been scrubbed. Now it's something else. But you can find it in the Wayback Machine. I did an article on it one time because they said, no, we're not pushing that kind of thing. We've never pushed that. And they were pushing it. They know what they're pushing. And they're deceiving the people into thinking, well, we can go up here and get an amendment. And if we get a convention of states and blah, 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 and we can control it. Look, our, our founding fathers couldn't even control the convention that happened, the first one where they were supposed to amend the Articles of Confederation and came out with a whole new constitution. And you say, well, but we have, we have to have three-fourths. We have to have three-fourths so we can control everything. Well, wait a minute. Go back and read your constitution now. They changed it to three-fourths from unanimous. So instead of all 13 states ha- having a say in it and saying, yet we agreed to this, they could just have three-fourths. So what happens when they push something through again and they say, well, we just got to have half? Or well, maybe we have to have 26 states. Maybe we just have to have 10 to go in it. If we get 10, we get a whole new constitution, at least for those states that sign on. And you know how it is. They're going to push it, and the other states will say, yeah, well, okay, I don't want to, I don't cause to, because you know how the capitulators are, right? Democrat and Republican, they capitulate. Yeah, we'll just go along with that. Just wanted to throw that out. This is the kind of stuff that's been going on for some time. So what's happened here? This lady lost her kid. The, The judge took her parental rights. She hired an attorney. Um, the attorney has said that the judge has no authority to do this. Of course he doesn't have to do it, but he's doing it. And so I want to know why the people of Chicago are not up in arms, standing with this mother, and calling for the impeachment of this judge, Shapiro. Here's what her attorney said. In this case, you have a judge without any matter before him regarding the parenting time with the child deciding, oh, you're not vaccinated? You don't get to see your child until you are vaccinated. That kind of exceeds his jurisdiction. Kind of? No, it does. It exceeds his jurisdiction. She says, you have to understand the father did not even bring this issue before the court. So it's the judge on his own, making this decision that you can't see your child until you're vaccinated. The attorney who represents the father, here's what he had to say. There are children who have died because of COVID. I think every child should be safe, and I agree that the mother should be vaccinated. Well, you can agree all you want, Mr. Leving, but it's not your place to call it, and it's not the judge's place to call it either. Anyway, you can check out this uh, article here at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Now, there was a follow-up to that. Ron Paul put out his commentary on this particular issue yesterday called Authoritarianism, Pandemic is the Real Threat. Now, I've got a lot of extra stuff here. I'm probably not going get to uh, get through it today. So it'll be sort of the, I don't know, stack of stuff or whatever that'll be within the, the archive. This is on several fronts of dealing with this particular issue. Here's what Ron Paul had to say. Cook County, Illinois Judge James Shapiro reached a new low in COVID tyranny by forbidding Rebecca Furlitt from seeing her 11-year-old son until she receives a COVID vaccine. Now, he gets, he gets all the stuff out of the way here. It's, uh, it's a, 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 they're trying to avoid a poison in their bodies. They've seen the results 
They've seen people dying. By the way, um, I meant to bring this one up, too, and I can't remember. Oh, okay, this guy. I don't even know who he is. Here's another guy. Michael K. Williams. He's 54. He's called a television legend. I've never seen or If I have seen him, he kind of looks familiar, but I, I don't know what I've seen him in. So this guy is dead. No, no reason for his death is given. Again, I just bring these up because they're happening every day. Every day when I open this up, all of these people who are celebrities are dying. It's, I've never seen anything like it, ever. So going back to Ron Paul, he says, Corporations are imposing requirements, including that employees show proof of vaccination, pay more for health insurance if they have not had a COVID vaccine, and undergo regular, in some cases weekly, COVID tests. An increasing number of state and local governments are requiring their employees and even people working in some private jobs to take COVID vaccines, as well as imposing vaccine passport requirements on people generally. President Biden is urgent. Let's change that. I know he used the word president. Let's just change that. The China Joe Biden has urged employers to implement vaccine mandates. That's fascism. That's all it is. That's exactly what it is. And by the way, you've been living under fascism for quite a long time here in America. When you have insurance companies dictating to Congress to write law that says you got to put on a piece of uh, material across your body before you can drive your car, Seatbelt. And look, I'm for seatbelts, but it's not their place to mandate stuff like that. It isn't. It really isn't. That's fascism. That's what it is. All Any of this kind of stuff where you've got businesses manipulating government and government complying or government working the other way around to have businesses do for them what they know they can't do under the law, that's fascism. When you've got government bailing out Big businesses like airlines, banks, and all of this other, that's fascism. It's a form of socialism, too. It's all the isms under Marxism. Let's just call it what it is. It's just Marxism. Government-approved model vaccine requirements combined with government officials encouraging their adoption send a message to businesses that imposing vaccine requirements on their employees and maybe their customers as well, is a good way to stay in the politicians' and bureaucrats' good graces. An effective way for the U.S. government to encourage adoption of of vaccine vaccine mandates and vaccine passports is denying federal funds to businesses, states, local governments, and other institutions that refuse to require employees, customers, or other people to prove they are vaccinated. Well, they shouldn't be giving them any money in the first place. There's limited things the federal government is to do and to provide for in the states, such as roads and such. That's it. Now, they're not to be engaged in this kind of uh, bribery, which is what it is. Ron Paul goes on to say, Biden is already planning for the U.S. government denying Medicare and Medicaid. This is what you pay into, folks. And you say, you remember what I told you about socialism? And Social Security, and I had people, I've had people for years when I bring this up, they go, well, I pay into it, so it's not really socialism. Well, you're a dummy. You're not thinking about what you're doing. 
Let me tell you what that means. It means when you get a Social Security check, you're at the mercy of government. You are dependent upon government for that check. I don't care how much money you've paid into it. Yeah, they've taken money out of my checks too. Doesn't make it right. But you'll sit there and do that. Why? Why? To justify going in a direction that you say you're not a socialist because you're, an, you're a real American, you're a Republican, or whatever the case may be. It's some kind of status thing for you, and yet you live like the other guys that you complain about. How's that? How's that that you deceive yourself? Yeah, we can talk about income tax too, Diane, but frankly, the majority of people in America don't even owe legally, under the law, they don't even owe an income tax. Why? Because income tax implies that you are, in some way, engaged in commerce. And then when you go to the IRS, they say, well, this is defined as you hold a public office here in what you're doing. Now, does the majority of American people work in public office? Nope. Nope, doesn't apply to you. Well, here's the thing, Jennifer. I don't think it's government's place when you're asking about should people accept Social Security. I don't think it's government's place to be putting that on the backs of people in the first place. We never authorized the federal government to do it. And they're stealing your money before you even get a check. I got a question for you. What would you do if somebody else was trying to steal your money? Huh? What would you do if some Joe Blow off the street were trying to steal your money? Would you just say, yes, sir, you can have it. And by the way, you can have my part of my check next week, too, and the check after that. And for the rest of my life, you can just take that out. Oh, you'll give me some of it back over time when I get 65? Okay, all right, I'll do that. Does that sound logical to you? No, but when the state does it, everybody says, oh, it must be, we, we got to do that. Come on. Come on. we got to think about this. We really do have to think about it. In fact, I had a gentleman send me an email wanting me to push something for Social Security, and I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, You're de-. he was in a wheelchair. I, you know, I felt bad for him. He was in a wheelchair, having, you know, being dependent upon his stuff, and he didn't realize his dependency. He was buying into the thing of, we're not a socialist country, like what Donald Trump told everybody, which he was lying through his teeth, just like he's lying about a lot of stuff. And when I said, look, if government's shut down, what are you going to do? And he go, and I said, you're not going to have any money coming. You're going to have a check. You're dependent upon government. First time ever I had anybody get it. This guy goes, wow, I didn't even see that that's the case. I'm going to tell all my friends not to push this around, and I'm going to start pushing that we end this. I, that was his words, not mine. And I said, there's some fruit of repentance right there. Boom, he got it. He got exactly what it is. So Ron Paul gives his comments on this, and he ends with this. It is imperative that we support the growing resistance to vaccine mandates and vaccine passports. We must also expand the resistance to COVID authoritarianism, to resistance to all forms of government infringements on liberty. Amen. Ron Paul. Right on. They're targeting our kids. 
they targeted our elderly. They've targeted our middle-aged. Now they're targeting our kids. Now they're targeting them. You remember earlier this year, in April, Lee Dundas found out they were setting up um, injection places in the schools. And she had a thing to say for the school board superintendent of Orange County, California, along with the county health officer. Let me remind you of what she said. Lee Dundas, human rights attorney. Late last week, I am informed a meeting occurred between Orange County Health Officer Dr. Clayton Shaw and Orange County Board of Education Superintendent Al Mahars, during which time they apparently tried to find a way to, quote, sidestep and entirely remove informed parental consent for the COVID vaccine and also turn Orange County school campuses into vaccination centers. The COVID-19 vaccine is an experimental medical protocol authorized under the Emergency Use Authorization Act, and as such, you cannot mandate it for anyone, nor can you sidestep informed consent. There is a reason that kids cannot smoke, drive, drink, have sex, vote, or die for this country. And it is because the law says they lack the capacity to understand those decisions. And that applies here more than ever. Hear me loud and hear me well. We will not be morphing our school campuses into COVID vaccine centers for delivery of an experimental medical protocol that killed every damned ferret in the last animal study they did until such time they had to abandon that study. And then, and then they didn't even do the study this time around because we are the study. The last time humans launched a plan like this to conduct experimental medical protocols on vulnerable populations was in Joseph Mengele's direction. He was an MD known as the the angel of death, okay? And he was part of the SS, and in 1943, he was assigned to Auschwitz, where he saw an opportunity to conduct gene research, quote, focused primarily on children with no regard for the health or safety of the victims. This is off the internet. You can Google it. You know what else is gene research? Experimental COVID vaccines with the trans gene in side of it. If you don't believe me, go pull the EUA application for the J&J shot. I come from a long line of Eastern Europeans, Hungarians, and Romanian groups, groups that fled the persecution of the Red Terror Communist death squads in the early 1900s, and those of us who didn't make it to America ended up facing the Nazi death squads in the lesser-known Holocaust that was the Romani Holocaust. There is a reason my daughter is named Katia. Her Romani great-grandmother was Katarina Choma, and I, for one, have not forgotten the lessons of our history. The Third Reich did not end with experiments on children, nor when those children died. The Third Reich ended in 1946 when we put the doctors who committed these human experiments on trial in Nuremberg, and then we put them to death. It ended with the adoption of the Nuremberg Code, so we would never repeat the sins of history. And it states, and I quote, the voluntary consent of this human subject is absolutely essential. Dr. Chow and Dr. Maharish, you are hereby on notice. Last week, you appear, appear to have knowingly hatched a plan to sidestep and or violate international, federal, and state law, not just the Nuremberg informed consent language, but also the black letter law of the EUA, as well as California state law, which punishes, and I quote, the willful failure to obtain a subject's informed consent by imprisonment in county jail for one year or the imposition of a $50,000 fine or both through the planned insertion of experimental gene-altering protocols onto the very children you were elected 
and charged with protecting. And tonight we are asking the Board of Education for an immediate letter of censure to these individuals. And if they don't resign for an immediate notice of termination, and that letter also needs to go to the professional boards because they have no business being in these positions. So help me God, the people of Orange County will hold this policy to account. Amen. (laughs) Oh boy. Don't you love the passion? Uh, This is a woman who understands exactly what's going on, and she calls them out. Now, let's go a little further. Let's go back a couple of years, because this isn't just happening now. In October of 2015, our own Suzanne Hamner wrote this. SCOTUS refuses to hear mandatory vaccine case. This is 2015. The Supreme Court refused to hear mandatory. Now, look, I'm going to tell you. I'm just to the point where whatever the court says, these people have been wronged so much because they are corrupt. How many of you are tired of every time the election cycle comes around, every four years, and I know there's one every two years, and basically there's one every year for something, okay? But every four years, and they say, well, we got to vote for the lesser two evils because, um, uh, you, you know... We got to get Supreme Court justices. We can have. Well, let me ask you something, conservatives. Let me ask you something, Republicans, constitutionalists, Christians. Let me ask you, what did you get the last time from your conservative guy, your Republican guy, your Christian guy? Huh? Donnie, what, what did you get from him? You got three judges. Three. That's a third of the court. What did you get? You got a bunch of milk toast, wimpy, liberal, non-do-nothing, point-to-the-law kinds of people. That's what you got. And we told you every step of the way the guys you were going to get. We told you before they, they put them in there. And you still think that's reason that you should vote for evil. And that's what you're doing. That's what You're saying it, not me. Maybe lesser than the other one. Let me tell you how evil it really is. The other guys tell you what they believe, and they stick to it. They're straightforward in what they are. The evil that you support are guys that put a mask on and tell you that they're good. They, they disguise themselves as angels of light when they're daddy. They're daddy. Rhonda, if you're asking me, no offense, but if you're asking me who we should vote for, you're asking the wrong question. You should be asking, what are we doing to get rid of these people? Yep, I just said milk toast. What are we doing to get rid of these people? How are we bringing justice? That should be the question, not who are we to vote for. That's what we've got to do. We don't have justice. And here's the thing. It wouldn't matter who we voted for if we were bringing justice. Because why? It would apply to all of them. I don't care what their party is, their party affiliation, what they look like, what their gender is, or any of that stuff. The fact of the matter is, we've got to bring that. That's why I point to tactical civics. Hey, I'm doing it myself. It's taken me a little longer than most people, even though I've read some of the, most of the books before, prior to being in there. We've got to start bringing justice on them. They're not going to bring it for us. They're engaged in injustices against us. And you see it here in this story of this judge out of Chicago. Let me throw a couple other things, and we're going to get to what Scripture says about you and your children. 
This comes from January of 2020. Alec, the American Legislative Exchange Council, they're the ones behind the mandatory vaccination agenda. Let's go a little further. Multiple states now allow children to get experimental COVID injection without parental consent. This is the very thing that Lee Dundas was talking about. (laughs) Kids can't have a beer till they're 21. They can't buy a a handgun till they're 21. They can't buy a rifle till they're 18. They can't go in the military till they're 18. But you see the demoralization of our children. They want to allow them to have abortions without parental consent. Now they want to allow them to have uh, these injections, these experimental injections without parental consent. Check this one out. In Virginia, this was in 2019, government sued over parents' rights to maintain quality of life for a disabled daughter's care. You say, what is that? It's still it's an issue of medical freedom. It's what it's supposed to be. But now it's become medical tyranny. These people are willing to cut off this daughter's life support system when the parents are the ones caring for the daughter. She's not like a, in a coma or any of this kind of stuff or you know, in some kind of state where she can't uh, move or seems completely not there and things of that nature. This is what's going on. Let me give you one more. I'm looking for my cursor here. State to force homeschoolers to submit to warrantless home inspections, trampling rights. This is out of Maryland. This was in 2018. I'm just giving you a, a, a picture of how the state thinks it owns your children. And it does it in a variety of ways. And you say, okay, uh, all right, I get it. I get what you're saying there. They think that, that, that children are theirs and not yours. Let's go to some scripture. Because the Creator tells us who owns what, right? And I know a lot of people don't like to think of it as property, but I'm not thinking of it as property as inanimate objects. That's not what I'm thinking. But what God has given to us. Now again, me and my wife, we had five kids in the hospital, five at home. And um, each one of them, when they were born, whether in the hospital or at home, the first words beside, oh, you're so cute, oh, you know, all that kind of stuff, was Psalm 127 and 128. Listen to what it says. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Now, who is the reward to? The state? The state isn't even mentioned here. Verse 4 of chapter 127 of Psalms says, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man, not the state, the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Then we go over to uh, chapter 128. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. So let's, 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 let's clarify this here. You're going to eat the labor of your hands. What, business, what rights do the state have to the fruit of your labor? None. Zero. Zip. Nada. They don't have it. 
There's no right for the state to take the fruit of your labor. Do you get that, folks? Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife, so your wife is yours. She's not the state's either. And vice versa, the husband is not doesn't belong to the state. She belongs to her husband. Or excuse me, the husband belongs to, her, to his wife. And the Bible says that too. Their bodies are each other's, right? Okay. <clears throat> the wife, or thy wife, shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Thy children. Whose children? Thy children. Yours, not the state's. Like olive plants around about thy table. Oh, that's your table too, by the way. That's your house that they're in, not the state's. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. Then he comes down in verse 6 and he says, Thou shalt see thy children's children. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so it's your children, and then the children that they have are your grandchildren. They're not the states. They're yours. How do you like them apples? They're yours. They're not the states. The book of Deuteronomy, we quote this often on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Why? Because this is the area where God gives the command for us to teach our children, to educate our children, specifically in the ways that they should go, according to His commands. Verse 4, chapter 6, Deuteronomy. Here's what it says. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto who? Thy children. Not the state's children. Not Israel's children. Your children. And shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates. Now, notice something here. There's a bunch of thys there. I don't really like the old English. I, I know it sounds higher and stuff. So I, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to get in an argument with people over different versions of the Bible. I've been through that study. I don't see a problem with it, except on some translations because they're kind of lo- play loose and fast with the truth. But the fact of the matter is, he keeps saying thy or yours. Just put it in the vernacular. It's yours, your house, your city, your um, gates, your. Eyes, <laughs> your hand, your children. This is yours. See, you can't have a law against stealing if it's somebody else's that you're in charge of. It's yours. You're going to write them on the post of thy house and on thy gates, and it shall be when the Lord the God has brought you into the land which he swore unto the fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of goods, <clears throat> good things which thou fillest not, and wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord who brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So over and over, and it's everywhere in Scripture. Let me give you a few examples here of places where God recognizes that your children are yours. They're a gift from Him. Okay? Titus chapter 2, verse 4. How many of you women out there listening have been instructed by Titus chapter 2? You're to be keepers at home. (laughs) 
That's where that's what it says. Your energy is to be in the home or from the home. What are older women to do after they've raised their children? They're looking after their grandchildren and helping their daughters as they start new families and things. They're to come alongside the young women, Titus chapter 2, verse 4, and they're to teach them to love their husbands, their husbands, not the state's husband, and they're to love their children. Moms, your husband is yours. He's not the state's. And the state isn't to be your husband or to be your daddy. Your children are yours. They came from your body. Did the state carry them for nine months? Did the state endure the changes in your body as a result of doing that? Did the state endure the pain of delivering those children? Nope, they didn't do that. That's what you did. They're yours. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 22, 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Who's to teach him? Who's to train that child? The state? Nope, he's talking to parents. In fact, it's reiterated in Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, not state, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Deuteronomy eleven nineteen. You shall teach them to your sons, your sons, not the state sons, your sons. Talking of them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you rise up. Isaiah thirty eight nineteen. It is the living who give thanks to you as I do today. A father tells his sons, not the state sons, his sons, about your faithfulness. Joel 1.3, tell your sons about it and let your sons tell their sons and their sons the next generation. All throughout Scripture, children are referenced as belonging to their parents. They're a gift from God to their parents. And let me tell you something. Those who want to strip parents of parental rights because they don't take an experimental shot. They are tyrants. They are to be resisted to the fullest extent of the law. And I'm going to tell you whether the law recognizes it or not. The law is there. They're outside the law by doing it. And this, my friends, I'm just telling you, this is part of why the Second Amendment exists. You say, are you advocating violence? I advocate good violence against evil. That's what I advocate for. And yes, there is a place for violence that is good. And that is to protect our children. Guys, we can't keep letting this go on or this is going to result in a lot of violence. Do you understand what I'm saying? we got to deal with it now while we still have the time to bring these tyrants to justice. Bradley be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. We'll be back with you right into the core Wednesday tomorrow. Comic Core Diva Lynn Taylor, 6 a.m. See ya.